Hello there, and welcome to the How to Market Your Horse Business podcast. I am so glad that you're here with me today. My name is Denise Alvarez, and in case we are new friends, quickly I'll tell you just a little bit about myself and my business, Storm Lily Marketing. So I love to help horse business owners like you create and implement effective website marketing strategies because I want you to be able to build a sustainable horse business so that you can be out in the barn doing more of what you really love to do. And I get that not everybody loves or gets excited about marketing. And so that's why I have this podcast here for you, because I want you to have some step-by-step strategies, some basic how-tos so that you can see what's possible for your horse business, but also so that I can help guide you through that process and help you to make it happen. Now, of course, I do have other services such as website, as I mentioned, and email marketing and things like that. But as far as the podcast is concerned, this is all free and here for you. And so I am so glad that you're here with me today. Now, if we're not new friends, then you've been with me on here for a little bit or at least long enough to know that I really do believe in the power of email marketing. Now, especially with the things that we've seen going on in social media these past few months, and with a lot of people choosing to leave or at least be more selective with their time when it comes to social media, Email marketing has really become front and center again when it comes to marketing your business. So with that, I know there are still a lot of people who are hesitant about email marketing, or maybe just haven't jumped in with both feet because you don't really understand it, and you're not even really sure what questions you should be asking to get started. So that's why today on the podcast, we are talking about some email marketing myths, and I'm going to debunk those for you so that you can see the true value that email marketing holds for your horse business. No matter what size of business you have, and no matter what area of the equine market that you are serving, I really do believe that email marketing is going to be key for you this year. Now, in case you need a real life example to put this into perspective, Back in episode number two of this podcast, I introduced you to my client, Lindsay Hayes-Kofel of Hayes-Kofel Performance Horses. And in that episode, she and I talked about how she started intentionally or strategically collecting email addresses only in early 2020. And yet at the point of our conversation, which was in October of 2020, she shared how she filled up all of her clinics that season by emailing her list before ever posting about it on social media. Plus, almost every time she does send an email to her list, she gets more orders in her online store, which she affectionately calls her tech shop. And she's not even always pushing or promoting that tech shop every time she sends an email. It's just a lovely byproduct of that. So if you haven't listened to that episode yet, be sure to jump in and give it a listen after you finish this one, of course. It's over at stormlily.com slash two. And of course, I'll give you the link in our show notes from today, which will be at stormlily.com slash 18. All right. So let's talk about some email marketing myths. Because as I talked about a bit before, Lindsay and her husband, Jess, run a great business, but it's not an operation with a lot of team members. Lindsay teaches writing lessons, and yet she still makes the time to make email marketing a priority for her business because she knows it works. And that leads us to the first myth that I want us to talk about here today. That myth is that email marketing is only for product-based businesses. 
Now, I know that we've got some amazing listeners with us that have product-based businesses that serve the equine market, and I'm so glad you're here. But what I'm going to guess is that many of you are not arguing the value of email marketing for your business. However, selling products through email just seems natural for some reason, but the idea that it's only for product-based businesses is definitely a myth. Now, if you have any service-based business, such as being a horse trainer or a riding instructor or even a boarding barn or breeding stable, you definitely can use email marketing to your advantage. If you need some convincing, Lindsay is a really good example in terms of how she fills her clinics at their facility using email marketing. Now, another great example is a trainer and coach named Barbara Schultz. Many of you may know her as she is a well-known cutting horse trainer, and she also offers personal performance coaching, and she puts on clinics across the country. And while she does have some products that she sells, the bulk of her emails focus on providing value to the people that are getting them, and then she reminds them in that process of her coaching and training services and her clinics, and then of course her products. So while it is great for products, email marketing is also really good for service-based businesses too. Okay, so let's move on to myth number two about email marketing, and that is that all of your potential customers already get too many emails and there's no room in there for you. And I get this. When I first started engaging and regularly emailing my list, I was worried because I know that there are other people out there that also serve horse businesses, and I know there are some other great marketing people that are out there sharing their expertise and their knowledge. And so my limiting belief here was thinking that nobody would want to listen what I have to say. But here's what I learned. And I remembered this lesson by going to the fall open house that I shared with you back in episode number nine with Jennifer Hurt. Now at that open house, she had a couple of different clinicians and not surprisingly, I was naturally drawn to one over the other. I liked the teaching style of one more than the other, and I know I'm not the only one who felt the same way. There were some that liked one. There were some that liked the other more. It's just how it goes. We all connect with different people in different ways. Well, it's the same thing when it comes to email marketing. If people like what you are saying or what you are sharing, they feel connected to you. And so they trust what you're saying, and they're going to sign up for your emails, even though the horse trainer down the road might have a great website where they're also collecting emails. They might even unsubscribe from a few other emails just to make room for you in their inbox. And I will definitely be one of those people that say, I do get a lot of emails, but there are certain ones that I make sure to open and read every time I get it, because I know that that person is sharing something that I'm going to want to learn and hear from. I trust them and I want to hear what they have to say. And so we'll talk about this in a bit, but I know they aren't just selling to me. They're actually sharing valuable information. And so I make sure to actually open those emails. And so the people who ask for your emails are going to do the same. There is room in their inbox for you, my friend. Okay, let's look at email marketing myth number three. And that is that email marketing takes too much time. Now, I get this because especially for those of you that are listening to this podcast while you're out in the barn mucking out stalls, or maybe you're driving to the feed store, or you're walking your horse out to the arena for a training session, I know that you're thinking you can't imagine how you could fit one more thing in your busy schedule. 
And I get that in general. But I heard someone say the other day that you have to choose your heart. And here's what she was saying. Making time for marketing might be hard, and that can be true, but not getting sales or not growing your business is also going to be hard. And so the same applies here. But let me assure you that email marketing doesn't have to be a big, basically, time suck for you, which I know some people may think of it that way, but it's not. Because the good news is that once you get your initial setup complete, regularly emailing your people is really not so bad. And if you work with me to get your email marketing set up, I actually help you create your freebie that your audience is going to love. I help you set up the delivery process and show you how to get in and write your emails so that you can focus on doing what you really love to do most. Plus, I've even created a monthly marketing package that's just for my horse business friends who prefer to hand it off to me so they can focus on the other parts of their business that fit their skill set and their passions a little bit more. So if that happens to be something that interests you, make sure to jump over to stormlily.com slash emails, and you can see a little bit more about those services there. Now, one more good news item that I want to share with you. This March, I'm actually going to be releasing a new online short course that's focused totally on helping you get your email marketing set up. So I'm going to be sharing more about that later on on the podcast and on my website and emails, of course. But I just want you to know that it's coming and I'm building it with you in mind. I'll be taking out all the stops and give you exactly what you need to get your email marketing up and running. And if you happen to already be collecting email addresses, but you don't quite have a strategy yet, then I'm going to teach you how to create a plan for what and when to email your people so that you're making the most of those lovely email addresses that really represent a real person. So like I said, that's going to be coming soon. I will definitely keep you in the know. You are my favorite podcast people. So make sure that you are getting my emails over at stormlily.com slash podcast so that you get that information there as well. Okay, so that was myth number three, that you don't have time. And I'm going to make sure and help you with that one. So let's move on to myth number four. Emails have to be beautifully designed to deliver results. My friends, that is a myth. And I love getting to debunk this one for you because it goes back to the one we just talked about, which is time. When you don't have to be so concerned about the design of your email, then all of a sudden you have a little bit more time to do it because it's not so overwhelming. And here's a little known fact. The emails that have lots of images in them, from a beautiful logo and header at the top to some sale images or blog images, whatever it might be, Oftentimes, those emails are the ones that get flagged by places like Gmail, Yahoo, or Outlook as promotional or sometimes even spam. So if you're a Gmail user like me, then you know what I'm talking about because we have our promos tab, if you have that turned on, and then we have our primary tab. And you guys want to be in the primary tab. You want to be in the inbox. And so not having to worry about design is one way that can actually help you get there. And so one of the easy ways that you can help to make that happen is to have emails that are just plain old text. Speak from the heart, speak to your audience that you care about, share information they want and that they need to hear. The more value that you can deliver, the better. And of course, if you have a blog or a recent social media post that you think is going to be helpful for them, then share that, link to it from within your emails, but don't worry about having a really pretty design. It's not actually necessary in order to have an effective email marketing strategy. 
Okay, so I hope that after listening to these myths being debunked for you, that you feel a little bit better about email marketing. It's doable, right? Now, again, you can find a summary of what we talked about today over on the show notes at stormlily.com slash 18. I'll also have links for you to all the things we talked about in terms of the email marketing services I provide and the upcoming short course that will be coming. So you can make sure to be on my email list. Um, Again, if you have any questions, always reach out to me. I love to hear from you, whether it's on social media or email or on my website. And of course, if you are not subscribed to the podcast, I hope you will so that you can be notified every time a new episode comes out. Again, I so appreciate you being here with me today. I hope it's been super helpful for you and I will see you next week. Have a wonderful day. 